Hi, welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults. This is episode number 20, Tales from a Teen, an interview with Slate and Savannah. Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. We are your hosts, Tani Beardall and Erica Peterson. We will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Becoming Today. We are starting something new, and I'm really pumped about it. It is called Tales from a Teen, and we are interviewing you guys. I love hearing your stories. I love to hear what you are learning from our podcast. I'm really finding so much joy and fulfillment in preparing for and producing this podcast. It has been an incredible experience, but what I love most is when I hear from you guys specifically. That really brings me the most joy, but I have to say I love teaching, I love sharing what I've learned, but I've come to realize that none of this knowledge or information is going to impact you unless you internalize it, and you need to figure out how the things you're learning will apply into your life. How can what you're learning impact you on a daily basis? That is where real growth and change starts to take place in our lives. No one can do it for you. You can be taught all the knowledge in the world, but it won't change your heart until you decide how it applies. Something that I have always desired for this podcast was to get you teens involved. Where we are the most impacted is when we learn from each other and we teach each other. So lucky for you, I have an awesome interview today with a couple of teens who were brave enough and vulnerable enough to come on here and do our first Tales from a Teen. I'm so excited. Here's the interview. So I am incredibly lucky to have two teens here with me today, and they're going to tell about an awesome experience that they had. Well, not really awesome, kind of a rough experience they had, but what they learned from it was awesome. So maybe introduce yourselves to us and how you know each other. Okay, I'm Savannah. And I'm Slate. And uh, we met on the um, 31st of October of last year at a Halloween party. Uh, So you guys hang out a lot or just ever so often? Um, Sometimes. Sometimes. We hang out a lot. Sometimes we don't. And how old are you guys? I'm 17. I'm also 17. Do you go to the same high school? No, I go to Eagle. He goes to Rocky. I go to Rocky. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, that's awesome. Okay, so I was really impacted by the story that happened to them. I first heard about it from Savannah's mom. She posted it on Facebook. But then I talked to Savannah, and I heard more about it, and I was like, oh, I need these two to come tell this story. Not only was it a really interesting story, and I loved the outcome, but I liked their takeaways and what they both learned from it, and I think that is everything what we learn from our experiences is the most impactful. So let's have you start telling us the story, Savannah. Okay, so it was the day before Christmas Eve, and we were throwing my best friend a surprise party for her birthday. 
And towards the end of the night, most of the people had gone home and there were just a few of us there. So one of my friends took my keys that had my wallet attached to it and they were also attached to my water bottle lid. But they took all that and ran outside with it and they were joking they were gonna throw it in the pond that was out front of the building where we had the party. And I wasn't too worried because I didn't think they'd actually do that. (laughs) But I come out and they're telling me my keys went down a fountain and I'm like, what the heck? So in this pond, there was this huge rock statue that has a hole in the top where water comes out. And it was off since it was winter. But somehow, my keys had gone down that hole about 20 feet underground. Oh, my goodness. And so, yeah, I come out and Slate's like, um... Uh, yeah. yeah. And so basically, uh, we were playing a prank. It was kind of funny for us at the time. Teenage boys playing pranks on girls. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> So basically, we were putting our keys on top, didn't know there was a hole there, and uh, so we set it on, and it was actually, I remember, like, specifically, it was hanging on the side when I set it down, Mm -hmm. and then I could hear it, like, clink against the side, and then clink a couple times on the way down, and I was like, where'd they go, first off, and then I was kind of confused and a little mad that I had dropped them down a hole, and uh, Savannah came out pretty mad, didn't blame her, because... yeah, we dropped our keys down a fountain. <laughs> so basically, immediately, I uh, I was taking responsibility for it. I called up my uh, my stepdad and my dad. My dad is just quick to respond because he answers his phone all the time. He doesn't really sleep well. And then my stepdad um, is a handyman, so he has a bunch of tools, and that ended up doing the job. But um, so, basically, what time was this? It was about um, it was about eleven thirty at night. Eleven thirty at night when I called. Them. So you're having yeah. to call all your parents, get yeah. them out of bed. Mm-hmm. I called my parents at about eleven forty, and it was kind of funny because I when I called my dad, I was like, "So we have a bit of a situation." <laughs> and at first, he thought I had like gotten in a wreck For or sure. something. And so when I was like, "My keys got dropped down a fountain," he was like, "He was like, oh, oh really? Okay." But I hear my mom in the background like, what? Your keys and wallet are down a fountain? And I was like, mom, it's okay. Like, don't freak out. We're figuring it out. And so then they came and were with us. But So this happens. The keys are gone. How are you feeling? What are you feeling right now? Um, so basically, I was um, very mad at myself because I beat myself up all the time about things I do. It's not very good, but... Um, it just kind of happened, and then I was kind of, uh, I walked off kind of mad. Uh, anger comes before sadness for okay. me, so I was kind of mad for a bit. I threw my wallet on the ground really hard. Yeah, there was a really loud smack, and uh, everyone kind of avoided me for a bit because obviously I was angry, and I didn't blame them. I was you were working of, through it yourself. I was working through it mentally. Sure. And so after that, I kind of broke down. That's just usually what happens. You go from mad to sad, and then... Yeah. Avery's mom tried to come for me and brought me inside, but then um, when I saw Savannah and everyone else, I just went back upstairs and cried some more. That's then, okay. Um, yeah, and then after that, um, I calmed down a bit. Savannah helped me calm down, and then um, my dad showed up, and then he came over with this really long pole we have. It's like 25 feet long, so it's longer than the 20-foot hole that we were trying to get down. So I we had uh, tried to put it down the hole, but the hook was too big. So we bent it down, and uh, I knew it wasn't going to work off the bat because the hook was way too curved upward. Mm. So even if we hit it, we would just tap it, and it'd be pushed deeper into the hole. But you just had to try something. So we had to try something while my stepdad was coming. So um, we tried that, and eventually I pushed down a little too hard, and it broke. 
Oh, and that that was um, kind of disappointing, but it was um, it is what it is. Were you feeling like distraught? Like this is not we're not going to get was, these, or yeah, did was, you still very, have some? Hope? I was very hopeless. Yeah, most of the time, I didn't feel like my stepdad had the tools he had. I didn't even know he had any of those tools that he brought. So. So how long till he shows up? Like fifteen minutes. Of okay. Cold. 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 That's all I remember, cold. I was very cold. So what was your attitude when he came? Um, Could he tell you were upset? My stepdad, yeah, he he got out, and uh, he was was laughing at it because I mess up all the time. It's funny. (laughs) And uh, so basically when he got out, he whipped out like eight different tools, no idea where they came from, started pulling stuff out of his truck, and he immediately went across the thing with me after, like, I had to explain to him what happened because he didn't know why they were down there or anything. And so basically we we used, like, a rope and a hook and tried to get it down, but it was catching on something because it was, like, a metal rod. And then we attached the magnet to the metal rod, and this magnet was really small but really powerful, um, more powerful than I thought it could be because it could lift a decent amount of weight. And so we put that down the um, hole, but it was still on a metal rod, so it wasn't very flexible. So um, we switched to a rope, and then we put it down with the rope. And for a moment, I thought we were going to get our keys out because it caught onto the magnet. As it was pulling up, I was, like, really happy, really excited that it was coming up. But about four feet from the top, it disconnects and drops all the way back Mm -hmm. down. But this time, when it falls down, I think it landed on the hook that had broken off earlier. So it was we could see it when we pointed a flashlight down. So that's what made it so it was easier. So we uh, switched to a plumbing thing that's supposed to unclog drains that you, like, spin and it rips everything up. And we put it down. Um, this thing was only 15 feet long, so if it hadn't caught on the hook, we wouldn't have made it down there. So um, we put All this thing down. All these little miracles happening. Mm-hmm. We put this down the uh, the hole, and uh, my stepdad spun it really, really, really fast, like, until he, he felt weight, and it caught on. And then, um, basically, after that, we pulled them out, and they were really dirty, algae and gross stuff. So that's what was all over stuff. And okay, how did you feel? Okay, no, I was very happy. So relieved. Mm-hmm. Now, your parents showed up around what time was that? Uh, like 11.50. How were you feeling and acting? Um, so at first when they told me my keys were like, were down the fountain, I thought they were joking. I was like, okay, like guys, this isn't funny. Give me my keys. And then when I realized it was raw, I was kind of like, um, okay, what do I do? And I got a little mad. I was like, how, like, how does this happen? How do you do this? But my instinct whenever anything bad happens is to instantly say a prayer. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And as soon as I said it, I didn't feel mad. And I just kind of felt calm. And I felt like everything was going to be okay. I didn't know if my keys were going to come up or not. But I just felt calm. So I walked inside to go talk to Avery's mom and try and figure everything out. And so then Slate was telling me that his both his dads were on the way to help him get stuff out. And so I was inside just talking to people. And everyone was like... How did you react so nicely? Like, I would have punched him in the face. I was like, I don't know. I just, I'm feeling okay about it, and everything's going to work out. And so then when I saw Slate was having a really hard time about it, Avery's mom told me to go talk to him and see if I could make it any better. And I just went over, and he was crying, and he felt so bad, and I could tell. And I was, I just told him, I'm like, Slate, it's okay. It was an accident. I'm not mad. We're going to figure this out. The best thing we can do is just stay calm. 
So then we go out there and uh, they're trying everything and I we're all shivering because it's like 30 degrees and <sighs> past midnight and we're all just standing around in a circle with blankets just hoping. And then when they finally got him up, I was so happy and I was like, I knew everything was going to be okay and I was happy to have my wallet and my keys back. But yeah. That's amazing. But I love that that moment of peace didn't come until right after you prayed. And then you were just like, it's okay. And even if you didn't get them out, like you still felt peace yeah. either way, no matter what would have happened. Mm-hmm. So how she reacted to you, how did that impact you? Like um, she could have just kept being ticked, but mm-hmm. did her reaction to you change anything for you? Um, it helped me calm down a bit because um, I just don't like when people are mad at me. So um, it helped me calm down and uh, evaluate the situation, and it actually helped me think about ways to get it out. Because if I was uh, either sad or something, I couldn't really get anything through my brain processed. Yeah, that's a good perspective. Realizing that you weren't able to rationally think when you're Mm -hmm. in that headspace. Mm -hmm. But she helped kind of calm that down. Do you guys think that you really got to know each other more through that experience? When you I, go through something traumatic <laughs> like that, yeah. I think it grows a relationship. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got to know each other a little better. And I feel like we hang out more now after than we did before. See, it all turned out awesome. Yeah. Okay, I want to know, Slate, what was your biggest takeaway from this? Um, so during those um, 15, 20-ish minutes, I don't really remember how long it was. It felt like forever. But um, between my parents showing up, um, I was very, uh, sad and, um, uh, said plenty of prayers, mm-hmm. uh, more than I could count. And, yeah. uh, basically, um, after that, I, I, I was still kind of trying to calm down. And, um, anytime I thought of uh, other outcomes other than it turning out perfect, which wasn't going to happen. Cause obviously there's, they were still dirty, but, um, it still came out the best it could. Yeah. And, uh, I felt like um, the time after it came out, and especially while we were uh, trying to figure out ways, um, the first thing I thought of was to get my stepdad. And uh, that came out to be like the the best thing I could possibly do. Because um, he ended up, he was actually awake at the time. He said he had just woken up because he has uh, bad sleep paralysis because he was in the military. Um, and so he woke up and my call came in like 30 seconds after that it happened. Hmm. And so that's not a coincidence. He, uh, he he had got my phone call. He was a little confused, a little like tired, but he he got in his car immediately and came over. And uh, to me, um, he was kind of like um, the Great Samaritan, I guess is how I could kind of put it at. How he he just like when no one else could, including my dad. And, like uh, I love my dad, but he couldn't really do anything yeah. in that moment. But he he just came to the rescue and. Um, my prayer was answered, so. I love that. So, Slate wrote a really awesome Instagram, and I want him to read it to you because I felt really impacted by it. Okay. So, um, I said, I I definitely cried a couple times and had a panic attack today, all because I did something that I thought was funny at the time. Things happened, and I had myself in a situation I thought I could never get out of. I felt helpless, and in my heart, I was disappointed in myself. Um, I said so many prayers in those about 100 minutes because that's how much time the uh, the entire thing took place probably. Um, that felt like years that I couldn't even explain to myself what I was feeling. But everything worked out in the end. 
I gained some great knowledge today that will help me in years to come, knowing that I can rely on our Father in Heaven for help and guidance when we need it. I know that there was no other way those keys were coming out. Even We even got a hook stuck in above where the keys were, but somehow the magnet slipped. Like Even a magnet going by a metal object is kind of um, a miracle. And it grabbed the keys and they came all the way up. Um, there's no other outcome I could think of other than not making the bad decision in the first place, but I'm still glad that it worked out in the end. I love that. I love that you were vulnerable enough to share it, and I really think our experiences, if we're willing to share, is how we learn and grow from each other without having to go through the hard experiences ourselves. Um, okay, I want to hear Savannah's takeaway. What could teens learn from your experience? My takeaway was just... First of all, God is good. And there honestly, there was no way those keys would have come out. It, it was a miracle, honestly. And we mm-hmm. all, I know we all said so many prayers, and it was a really big testimony builder that he does listen to us and answers our prayers, even for silly things like getting my wallet stuck down a fountain. Yeah. But I also learned how important it is to stay calm during hard situations because I know if I had been mad, that wouldn't have helped anything. It would have made Slate feel worse. It would have made it so he couldn't think clearly or me think clearly. So I just, yeah, I learned how important it is to stay calm and level-headed, and it makes everything a lot easier, and it'll all turn out a lot better. Beautifully said. I love it so much. I want to know if, Slate, if you have a regret about that night. Do you regret it, or did it work out just how you think it should have? Um, regrets only usually come for things that you, you kind of do and you don't fix right, I guess, mm-hmm. for me especially. And it, it turned out all right. And uh, I learned something from it. So I don't really regret what happened that night. And it's just a, it's kind of a lesson I learned and something along the way. I love it. That's awesome. Because I really have never understood why people say for me because I overthink things and I'm a worrier and I get upset too. So when people say, no, I have no regrets, I've always been like, what? Like, I have tons of regrets. But the older I've gotten, when I look back on my life and those hard, hard trials and the hard things I went through, that is when I do see that I grew the most and I changed the most. So I love that you guys recognize that. This could have just been like a silly night. And you could have just said, sorry, Savannah, too bad. I didn't mean to. Like, you'll have to deal with it. But... Like, that shows me part of your character. Like, you genuinely cared about what happened, and you didn't want to leave her high and dry. And that shows what kind of a man you are, and I am impressed by that. And I am impressed that Savannah was able to keep calm and loving. Like, you showed concern for him and how he was feeling. And that shows a great deal of your character. So that's why I was so impressed by this story. And I love that you both, like, really learned from it. It was such a bigger thing than losing some keys. You could have gotten new keys and gotten a new license, and and it would have been okay. But this was Heavenly Father teaching you guys. This was him saying, I know, I see you, and I'm here with you. And, And it turned out awesome. It doesn't always turn out awesome. But he's always there. And when it doesn't turn out fantastic, that's still a great opportunity for growth and learning and i'm so glad it it did and you just had some sludgy keys to clean off but it all worked out and we're here benefiting from what you learned so thank you for taking the time to share with us today you guys i really appreciate you yeah no problem hope you come back again
Okay, that was so much fun for me. I loved those two. It was amazing to hear them tell this story and to see how it really was such a growing experience for both of them. They did a great job of capturing what we are trying to do here with Tales from Teens. So I really want to thank Savannah and Slate for doing that for us. And I want to encourage all of you to reach out to us when you have some awesome story you want to tell or an experience you went through that you really learned from. We want you on here. I would really like to do this at least once a month to get your voices to each other. So please reach out. You can email us or get on our Instagram and leave a comment there. But let's get you guys involved. Thank you. Thank you for listening today and being here with us. I hope that something you heard really resonated with you and it will stay with you throughout the week. Have a great day, everyone, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.